Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Now, with all the latest from NASCAR Touring Series, local and international racing, here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. The nine-night marathon that is New Smyrna Speed Weeks is in the books, and we'll have a full recap and hear from two of the drivers that walked away with checkered flags, and for one, a championship trophy. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast for Wednesday, February 21st, 2018. Uh, Ricky and Hannah Newhouse back with you after 10 days on the beach. But Hannah, it wasn't necessarily about laying in the sun the whole time because it was nonstop action at New Smyrna Speedway. And you were very much a part of it. I believe you were out there just about every night. Yeah, what a way to kick off the season. I mean, nine nights of short track racing at one of the most famed short tracks close to Daytona International. So it was a great opportunity for people to bounce back and forth between the big track and the short track. But Nine nights. I can't emphasize that enough. It takes its tolls on not only the drivers, the crews, but also the fans that come out there. But it was a great show. A lot of drivers put on good hard racing, mainly 35 lap features each night with a couple exclusive 100 lappers for both the tour mods, supers and the pro late models. But needless to say, it kicked off the race season in a good way. A lot of different divisions, as you mentioned. Let's start uh, by talking about the super late models. They saw a great car count, several different winners over the nine nights. Harrison Burton, Ty Majeski, Ryan Moore, just to name a few of the winners. But it was 23-year-old Pinellas Park, Florida native Stephen Nassie that claimed the title. He won on opening night, and Hannah stayed consistent the entire week. I believe he beat out Sam Mayer by just one point for the title. Yes, he did. And Sam Mayer is actually someone that I want to talk about for a second. This kid is 14 years old, and this was like his second or third time behind the wheel of a super late model. And I didn't know that originally going into the week. And I watched this kid finish in the top three almost all week, battle with Steven Nassi, who's been at the Derby, Ty Majeski, who's won countless numbers of races and is a big name among super late model racing. And this little 14-year-old climbs out and proved that He's going to be a force to be reckoned with this year and almost took home the championship down here at um, Speed Weeks. But he fell a little short behind Nassie. Nassie, I feel like, ultimately got him on experience when it came down to this 100-lap finale to choose the champion. But Mayer's going to actually be running late model stocks for Junior Motorsports in the Cars Tour this year. But I wouldn't be surprised if next year or even later in the year we see this kid taking home some trophies Um, Because he was extremely impressive down there. Absolutely. Uh, Two drivers that were fun to watch, and we hope to hear from both Nassie and Mayer here in the coming weeks on the show. We're also going to hear from the tour-type modified champion Matt Hirschman coming up here in a little bit. But but before we talk to Matt, Hannah, I know you haven't had a whole lot of experience with the modifieds being from Idaho, but uh, a fantastic field this past week. 33 cars signed in. On opening night, 25 taking the green flag every night. Just uh, your thoughts on on being able to watch five nights of uh, the ground pounders at New Smyrna. Standing in the infield watching those things is something else. And 
over the last couple weeks, even down at Speed Weeks, the five nights that they were racing, I got to know a lot of the drivers. Uh, Salamito was one of them, and he just had a rough week. He just couldn't win. He actually ended up with the flu at one point, too, so I felt for him. But Hirschman, I've gotten to know him a little bit through some of the big races that he's won. There's a reason they call him Big Money Matt Hirschman, and I learned that very quickly. It's because he shows up, and he shows up with the intentions to win. But it was awesome. They put on a great show every night, good, hard racing. And uh, you might be, you and I might be vying out some weekends off here of you maybe going to a different short track while I go cover some modifieds because they're winning me over race by race. They're amazing vehicles, uh, and they have definitely won my heart up here in the Northeast. Hopefully they win your heart uh, down here or over here on the East Coast. Matt will be joining us here in a little bit to talk about the championship. And, and there are several race winners over the week. Uh, Patrick Emerling and John McKennedy driving for Tommy Baldwin Racing. Richie, the uh, Richie Evans 100 won by Ryan Priest. We'll talk more about his up and down week in a little bit. Hirschman will join us, though, in a little bit. But first, uh, the NASCAR k and Pro Series East, they opened their season the first weekend of racing at New Smyrna, which seems like forever ago now. And uh, what a battle, Hannah, among two of the future stars of this sport and a couple of second-generation and, and even, for one, a third-generation driver. They put on a phenomenal show, and I know I've said that about a lot of the classes that were down there, but really it was great racing all throughout the week. They actually came down to a almost a green-white checkered-style late-race restart, and Todd Gilliland and Harrison Burton, man, they put the clip of that video on Twitter on NASCAR Home Tracks. If you guys haven't seen it, you can go check it out. Um, it was incredible. They got responses from the cup drivers, from track owners all across the country saying, this is what short track racing should look like. Coming down to the white flag, you see Burton and, and Gilliland essentially slide jobbing each other, but moving, they're bumping. They were the definition of great short track racing. And these kids are like 16 and 17 years old, racing each other extremely hard. I'm actually thinking one of them's 18 now, but, um, they were absolutely incredible, hard, hard racing, but Gilliland just barely inched out Burton there for the end uh, to take home that checkered flag and kick off the season with a win in the K&N East. An incredible race. Todd Gilliland, the third-generation driver, picking up the race win, and he will join us next here on NASCAR Coast to Coast to discuss the new Smyrna 175 after the break. So there's this major event about to happen in Southern California, and it's something you really have to see to believe. That's the Auto Club 400 race, the biggest single NASCAR event on the West Coast, and it's happening Sunday, March 18th at Auto Club Speedway in Fontana. Just a straight shot on the Metrolink. Hey, March 17th and 18th, do something different for a change. For tickets, visit autoclubspeedway.com or call 800-944-RACE. A new season is right around the corner, and NASCAR Today takes you along for the ride. It's off-season as for off the track, but not off the job. Every weekday, we'll bring you the stars and stories driving NASCAR as we race toward the Daytona 500 February 18th. We're focused in for sure on the Daytona 500. Get set for the green flag on the 2018 season with NASCAR Today right here every weekday. I don't know how we could top it other than doing it again and winning more races, right? This is NASCAR Coast to Coast on MRN.com. Now, back to Kyle Ricky and Hannah Newhouse. Back here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, Kyle Ricky and Hannah Newhouse joined for the first time this season by the first NASCAR K&N Pro Series East winner of 2018, 
Todd Gilliland, and man, he uh, swapped the lead as we were talking just prior to the break with Harrison Burton several times over the closing laps of the race, including the final lap to score the win. Todd, welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast. It's a finish that has been talked about quite a bit at the big track in the days since the race. Uh, kind of walk us through those closing laps from your seat and, and ultimately uh, the move that got you the win. Yeah, man, I was I was pretty excited, uh, you know, to show up to Daytona the next few days with my dad and uh, and really see how much media attention it got. That was pretty special, and uh, yeah, it was a, an amazing battle, uh, you know, with Harrison Burton there, and uh, my first race back with David Gilland racing with Crosley. So, um, no, I couldn't really think of a better way to start off the season with some momentum, and um, you know, just excited to get everyone in victory lane. Now, one of the things that I want to ask about is I know you and Harrison, obviously close in age, you've raced each other for quite some time with late models, and also last year you guys battled it out for a championship title. Um, what's it like battling with not only one of your friends, but you guys raced each other really good, really hard, and really clean. Is it any different racing against someone like Harrison compared to someone that's not your friend? Uh, not really. I think uh, it's even better to race against Harrison because I feel like we respect each other and um, you know, like you said, we're, we're kind of friends. Uh, we're on the same age. We're in NASCAR next together and stuff like that. We hang out, but, uh, on the racetrack, we want to beat each other just as much as anyone else. And I think that's something that's, uh, that really makes this relationship special. Um, you know, that on the racetrack, we can race each other, um, you know, as hard as we can for the win and put on a good show. Yeah, and a great show it was to kick off uh, your 2018 season and for the NASCAR Kane and Pro Series East as well. This was the first race of the year where we saw the the laps extended from previous years, running 175 laps. Also the first race where we saw two competition cautions, I guess you could call them controlled cautions, where you could make a pit stop or you could stay on the racetrack. How do you think that changed the look of, of this year's race compared to some of the events there in the past? Uh, I think it the new tire as well. I think that all added a new strategy to the race. Um, I think the tire was a great addition. Uh, you didn't have to really ride as much. Uh, the tires didn't wear out as bad. So uh, it made for much better racing throughout the whole race. And uh, also 175 laps with two breaks, like you mentioned. Uh, I think almost the whole field came in under that first break. And Harrison stayed out on the racetrack. So um, we tried to figure that, and we didn't think we could make it on fuel. So, um, like I said, everyone came down on that first break and, um, you know, got some fuel. We couldn't change tires, but, um, you know, still a great opportunity to come in and make some adjustments. So um, definitely a little bit more strategy than years in the past and, uh, you know, a little bit, uh, a little bit longer of a race. So it was a lot of fun. Now, kicking this season off, you, I mean, brought home a win like that in, in great fashion. Um, I saw your crew down on pit road and on the front stretch, and everyone was really, really excited. You guys recently combined forces with uh, Crosley, you had DGR Crosley, and are fielding a truck team. But it's going to be hard, I can only imagine, to not come back after a win like that and compete full-time in the K&N E-Series. And you guys announced recently that you're going to be running for KBM in the Camping World Truck Series um, after Martinsville. What's that transition like? They obviously made the transition with the K&N Pro Series tire to help someone like you move up. But what's the transition been like from a K&N car to a truck? Yeah, I think in the years to come, I think it'll be even easier for um, for young kids coming up through the K&N Pro Series to the truck series. Um, I'd say that was one of the biggest things that caught me off guard was 
just the tire difference. You know, I think I struggled a little bit at first, um, you know, because the bias ply tires that we used to run on, you could get really loose, really sideways and drive through it and make a lot of speed. Uh, where in the Camper World Truck Series now, um, you know, you can't really do that. Uh, if you get too loose, that the cars wouldn't really snap around. So um, you got to be a little bit smarter. But, yeah, I, I'm really excited for this year. I think the transition is going to be way better. And um, uh, it was much better to work with my team, you know, Marcus Richmond and everyone, um, being able to be there for the Cannon race. And like you said, everyone was super excited. Just a great way to start off. And that leads me to my next question. Uh, you mentioned, uh, Hannah mentioned the truck series here coming up uh, in a couple of months where we'll see you in a KBM truck. Will that allow you to compete in, in many more NASCAR K&N races this season, or or is this pretty much a, a one-and-done for 2018? Yeah, that's really our only planned K&N race this season. So, um, no, it's kind of a a good and bad way to go out. You know, I wish we could keep racing at this point, you know, but um, well, you got to keep the ultimate foot ultimate goal in mind and um that was just to get more experience working with my new team and um you know we did our jobs there so uh, you know just uh have a good attitude going in these next races be a sponge and uh, learn as much as i can now bouncing back learning as a sponge i think you just said is a big thing you've got your dad david who's obviously not only been a part of your racing career as a team owner as a crew chief um i know he's in your ear i actually ran into your dad on pit road or walking to driver introductions prior to the 500 and i asked where you were at and he said oh he's over at a driver appearance out in the fan zone is it strange like that now knowing that your dad was getting ready to go to the 500 introductions and you were at a driver appearance like what what has that family affair been like to have your dad there going into essentially the final days of his driving career and you're just starting yours yeah, it's pretty cool, actually, you know, to have his experience on the radio. And, um, you know, I, I think some people think it's like if your family races, it's almost forced that you have to race. But, um, you know, this is this is my passion. You know, I definitely wouldn't be doing it. And, you know, going out to Daytona, it's a lot of fun to, to meet new people. And, um, like you said, just really get my name out there more. So um, it helps out a lot. And it was really cool to see him get back in the car, be really competitive and uh, in the number four pedigree truck with KBM at Daytona, you know, it was a lot of fun to see him get the pole and, um, you know, see that smile and stuff. So uh, it was it was a great weekend, and, um, yep, he's, he's definitely a great teacher. Talking with Todd Gilliland here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, winner of the new Smyrna 175 held off Cole Rouse, Harrison Burton, Derek Krause, and Tyler Ankrum. The top five, you mentioned the big track at Daytona and your dad, who who won the pole for the truck race, ran up front in both the Cup Series and and the uh, Daytona 500 and in the Truck Series on Friday night. Uh, where were you able to watch from? I assume the appearances didn't didn't trickle over into the races. And, and uh, where were you able to cheer him on from? I actually watched both races from the spotter stand. So um, kind of the best overall view. Uh, it's actually kind of crazy how much those spotters go through during the races, having to talk back and forth and um, how much running around goes goes on. So... Uh, it was cool to see that side of it and also get the best view of the racing and uh, just try and learn about the runs and stuff because uh, my first super speedway race will be Talladega in the truck and um, they'll just kind of get thrown right into it. So, uh, so like I said, just got to learn every aspect of it the best I can. And I will admit, I don't know if you were able to listen to the MRN broadcast considering you were on the spotter stand, but 
I did accidentally have you in that truck a couple of times up the back straightaway. You just see those colors and you think Todd Gilliland and not David Gilliland. So I apologize, but good to know you'll be in the truck here coming up uh, full time in a couple of months time. Look forward to seeing you at the Martinsville Speedway in a couple of months, Todd. Yep. Thank you. I look forward to driving it. All right. Todd Gilliland joining us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Coming up, we're going to switch gears, talk to the modified champion at New Smyrna Speedway. Broke a four-year streak that Ryan Priest had going. Matt Hirschman will join us after the break. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. The new NASCAR season at the new ISM Raceway in Phoenix. Think it'll be loud? Nope, louder. Think it'll be wild? Nope, wilder. You think you've seen it all? We're just getting started. Join the NASCAR Nation in Phoenix for the Ticket Guardian 500 Race Weekend, March 9th, 10th, and 11th. Find tickets from $30 now at ismraceway.com. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast on MRN.com. Now, back to Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. The week at New Smyrna featured five nights worth of tour-type modified racing and saw the best car count since 1993. Four winners in the first four nights, including Matt Hirschman, who won the John Blue at the Third Memorial and ultimately went on to win the week-long championship. Matt joins us now on the guest line. Matt, welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, and congratulations on what was a very successful and eventful week for your team down in South Florida. Yeah, thank you. It sure was. Uh, it was nice to finish uh, with something we've never done before, and that's winning the Speed Weeks Championship, uh, something we've tried uh, probably about a handful of times, and this is the first time we've able, been able to achieve that. Now, one of the things, I got the chance to catch up with you down on the front stretch. Obviously, an emotional win for you guys. You guys have captured the Evans Memorial Race win, but you have yet to capture the John Blue at the Third Memorial. And you talked to me about... Um, the fact that he was a racer that was taken too young, and this would have been the time that you felt you would have been competing with him for race wins. Um, talk to me about what it was like to finally end up in victory lane, capturing that win. Yeah, anytime you have a race that's honoring somebody, it's always extra special to win that. And uh, as far as going to speed weeks, uh, the three big things for tour type modifieds are um, you all, you've had the Richie Evans Memorial, the Speed Weeks Championship, and then since John's passing, uh, they've had done the uh, 76 lap race on Wednesday night for him. So we've won the Evans race in the past uh, multiple times, but uh, never won the Blue Memorial and never won a championship. So we were able to check off two things uh, off the, the list of things you, you want to accomplish in your career. So anytime you can do that, uh, you can even if you could check a few of those off in an entire season, let alone one week, uh, we were able to do that. Plus, we picked up the win uh, at Bronson Speedway to kick off Speed Weeks uh, the prior Saturday, and that's a track I've never won at. Only raced there for the first time last year. So, so really, almost uh, checked three things off the list that we never done before, and uh, 
like I said, we may not do that the rest of the season. So it was uh, definitely a good week uh, to start out the year. A lot of success, no doubt, over the course of the last week and a half. Six nights of racing, five straight at New Smyrna Speedway. No rainouts the entire time down there. So how taxing is it for, for you as the driver and your race team to run, what, six of seven nights, different length events ranging from 35 to 100 laps with, with really no break? Yeah, it's the toughest thing you could uh could do in modified racing i believe and uh we spent seven straight days at the racetrack uh just uh the sunday day after bronson is tech day at new smyrna but you work as hard that day as you do any other so you spend seven straight days at the racetrack and it's uh it's tough to get help to be able to take the week off and and travel to florida and uh, we had an unfortunate accident in the pit area on tuesday morning where one of uh, my key crew members was injured uh, when a, a pit car pinned his leg uh, against the race car and actually broke the bone in his lower leg. And he had to have surgery, spend a couple of days in the hospital, and is still uh, recovering in Florida before he can travel back to his home state of New York. So uh, we lost. Uh, we were a man down, and we really had to rally together. Uh, probably going to make. Uh, the the championship uh really a, a lasting memory and and even extra special because of uh that situation and certainly uh you know something uh we wanted to achieve for for our fallen guy uh to uh you know to pick up the whole uh morale of the entire team well obviously on unfortunate circumstances but to start off the season like that way it's like you said going to be a memory that'll last with that win but you've got the nickname Big Money Matt, and I heard that before I got the chance to go and watch you guys race for the first time last year. Um, you've checked two things already, three things off your list for 2018, but where can we expect to maybe see you run this year on the tour, or where where are we going to see Matt Hirschman racing? Right now the plan uh, is for a similar schedule to what we did last year. I really, knowing when you're going to speed weeks, it's almost like uh, that's like a season in itself. And then once we get through that, now it's like time to plan the rest of the, se- the year. And we do have one race planned uh, in March, and that's going to be the opener for the Wheel and Modified Tour at Myrtle Beach Speedway. Uh, I've had success there in the past. Really like uh, racing at that racetrack. That's a fun event. Um, and then really uh, the, the, the bulk of our schedule is really going to be start picking up in May and then right uh, full throttle straight through summer into fall. And, and we extend the season as long as, as we possibly can going right to the Turkey Derby on Thanksgiving weekend in November. So uh, we're going to be a little light maybe in, in April, and that's something we did last year, but it really worked out well for us because after racing in February and then March, uh, a little bit of a, a regroup and uh, really prepare for for uh, uh, you know a full season ahead of us uh, with a lot of racing. So so it's probably going to be very similar. Um, and I know what's next, but uh, beyond that, uh, I don't have everything set in stone yet. Now we've seen a little bit of of resurgence in modified racing in in New England. Not that it's ever been weak uh, by by far. Uh, and in New uh, New York, a lot of different tours have popped up. MTS. Uh, the Valente Tour, the NASCAR Modified Tour, ROC. Um, but in New Smyrna, uh, the biggest car count since 1993, so a resurgence for that event as well. Uh, what do you attribute that to as, as we have seen about a 50, not quite a 50%, but close to a 50% 
increase in just the last three or four years down at New Smyrna Speedway? Well, in general, modified racing is really strong, but there there are probably a few too many options for people, and it spreads the the cars out, and that's why sometimes you don't have full fields, uh, but there's really too many options for us, to be honest. Uh, as far as New Smyrna goes, uh, they really cleaned that up down there. you got to give credit to Ricky Brooks and his staff. Um, for years, and, and when we first attempted to try and race at Speed Weeks, we, we found out the hard way that, uh, that the cheating was uh, uh, and was kind of out of control down there, and uh, people had specialized motors and, and components for the car that were just for Florida. And it just got to the point where uh, you realized you realized quick that you weren't going to compete with that um, unless you you did that, and you're really not learning anything towards the rest of the season. So for a few years we stopped going, but uh, the, really the last five years is probably. Um, been where they've taken that over um, and they've really just tried to to build it back up. And the last two years has been really strong, and I don't see any reason why it won't be right there next year uh, uh, as as it has been the last two years. So that's really a positive. Uh, and now you know going down there that you uh, you're going to be racing against a level playing field. And I think the result it shows in the results. There's no one car that's dominating. Uh, we were able to pick up one win last year, one win this year. You know going down there, Ryan Priest is going to be fast. And, and, and there was new winners last year, new winners this year, first-time winners. So uh, it's really uh, the program is, is, is back uh, to where it's really something to look forward to, uh, to going back down there. And for the people that can't go, uh, the attention is there again. People are watching from at home uh, and following along because uh, – it's it's noteworthy again, and uh, that's that's really a positive for modified racing. Absolutely, fantastic racing all week. A great car count. It was fun to watch. Uh, uh, Matt, as always, thanks for joining us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Great to see you down in Florida and, and catching up here on the show. And best of luck to you later this season. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll talk to you again. Absolutely. Uh, Matt Hirschman, the tour type modified champion at New Smyrna Speedway, breaking a three-year streak that Ryan Priest had going down there, winning that championship. And, and speaking of Priest, Hannah, what a roller coaster week it was for him. Won twice, breaking on opening night, won the Richie Evans Memorial, uh, or, or the, uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the last race of the season, and went over the wall to begin his week at Bronson Speedway in a practice session. Uh, talk about the highs and lows of a, a six-day period for Ryan Priest. That poor guy. I, I genuinely enjoy Ryan Priest and seeing him in the pits. He's always very conversational. We'll stop me and say hello. And I was walking through the pits prior to the race, and he was sitting on the ground in the dirt, leaned up against his modified. And I was like, are you Are you Okay. And he goes, I am tired. He's like, it's a good thing we're racing next because I'm exhausted. And uh, I just was making sure that he was okay. Saw the video of him going over the wall, like you said. I mean, he cleared the fence almost in that modified. And that poor man was just up and down all week long. But, uh, I mean, he prevailed through, obviously capturing a win there. Uh, Good to see him in victory lane. But it's almost like his highs were as high as his lows. If he wasn't winning, um, he was down for the count. So it'll be an interesting uh, it'll be interesting to see how this carries into the rest of the season for Priest, knowing he's got his hands full with not only a modified schedule, but also his Xfinity schedule. A couple of wins for Ryan Priest over the week, including the Richie Evans 100, but broke while leading the race on opening night, and, and that cost him quite a bit, and uh, won or broke later in the week as well 
while running toward the front of the field. So we'll catch up with Ryan Priest here in the coming weeks. More on New Smyrna when we come back. Live sports are the one true reality entertainment where a single dramatic moment can become timeless. In NASCAR, Motor Racing Network's live broadcasts elevate your senses to the sights, sounds, and struggles taking place on the racetrack. Danica Patrick to the front of the field at Talladega. They are side-by-side side behind her. Jimmy Johnson. The power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. MRN's Throwback Thursday, the greatest races in NASCAR history. Richard Petty comes to the outside of Benny Parsons, and ladies and gentlemen, it will be Richard Petty victorious in the STP Dodge. Listen Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern on MRN.com or the MRN app. Dale Earnhardt has won the Daytona 5 on demand in the MRN.com Media Center or on iTunes and Google Play. Jeff Gordon wins the Southern 500 and the Winston Noble $5 million bonus. Throwback Thursday on MRN.com. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast on MRN.com. Now, back to Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Wrapping up this edition of NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network, we also want to congratulate Cole Anderson, who dominated the pro late model division, winning five races and the week-long championship at his home racetrack at New Smyrna Speedway. His gunslinger racing team, owned by Mike Skinner, also located just 10 minutes up the road from the track, and Hannah Skinner did well as well, uh, running, I believe, uh, top five most of the week. Yeah, Mike Skinner actually didn't finish outside of the top three, I believe. Him and Cole Anderson, top three finishes all week. Those two put on a great show, and actually the very last night that the Pro Late Models ran on Saturday, Bubba Pollard, who's a big name in late model racing, showed up, jumped behind the wheel hoping to maybe contend for the win, wasn't there um, in his equipment, but uh, yeah, Skinner and Cole Anderson. Anderson was just absolutely dominant. It was every time I was in victory lane with them taking photos, they got to add a finger to the hand when they were doing victory lane photos. Three, four, five, and Anderson just said it was great for his team and Skinner to kick off the season, both with extremely dominant cars. Yeah, very, uh, very successful week for that entire team. Florida Modifieds, they were also in action. Uh, Jerry Simons. Or is it Simmons? Jerry Simmons claimed the track title uh, after finishing second this past Saturday night in the season finale. Uh, a rough and tumble division, uh, Hannah, from night number one. I think they took the green flag in their first feature after the K&N race and sent one car upside down going into turn number one. And, and that was pretty much, uh, with the exception of maybe a race or two in the middle of the week, kind of the, the theme of the week for that division. It definitely was, but I got to hand it to those teams that were with the Florida Modifieds. Their car count may not have been there and as excessive as the tour-type mods, but when something happened on the racetrack, whether they were upside down or in the wall on night two, they were there night three. Those teams thrashed all night long, all week, to make sure that they could consistently keep you know, the car count that was there. So hats off to all those teams because I can only imagine um, having a wrecked race car in the middle of a nine-night spree of racing. So Great racing, little, little, uh, lots of contact, but uh, that's sometimes what the fans want to see, and they made sure that they did. <laughs> Late nights, early mornings, and, and other teams, other team members helping other teams, all coming together, a big family there in the Florida Modifies. Congratulations to Jerry Simmons on picking up that championship. Overall, a great week. Car counts in all classes were up, and, and 
for short tracks across the country, that is key. The more teams you have competing, the more fans you can get in the grandstands. Great parity in each class, as we have talked about. Some new champions leaving with the big trophy as well. As well. A lot of momentum heading into the new short track season. Hannah, your final thoughts from nine nights of racing on the beach. That I need a nap because <laughs> I still haven't recovered. I drove home yesterday, or I drove home Monday, and uh, I got home at 7.30, and I saw my roommates today, actually, at noon. And I hadn't seen them in 12 days, and they were they were concerned if I was alive because it, it was just taxing. But it was a great way to start the season off. Looking forward to getting back to the racetrack, seeing a lot of these drivers at different locations throughout the country, and uh, ready for some more short track racing. It's where my heart's at. But where else would you rather be for 10 consecutive nights in the middle of February? I right. mean, really. Right. I have a sun And it was tan. like it's 75 great. degrees every day. Yes. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a tan in February. I mean, what more could I ask for? Absolutely. And, and no doubt, hopefully these last uh, couple of weeks gives momentum for short track racing across the country. And soon we'll be talking about those short tracks opening up their gates here on NASCAR Coast to Coast as their 2018 season opens up. Want to thank K&N winner Todd Gilliland and New Smyrna Tour Type Modified Champion Matt Hirschman for joining us on the show today. For Hannah Newhouse and producer Craig Moore, I'm Kyle Rickey. We'll see you back here next week on NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. You've been listening to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires on MRN.com. NASCAR Coast to Coast can also be found on MRN.com, iTunes, and YouTube. NASCAR Coast to Coast has been a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.